Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Top 5, the Patreon-only podcast where I, Josh Earl, sit down with a good friend and we talk about the top five of a topic of our choice today. My good friend, it's Joel Dusher. Yay! Hey! Thank you so much for having me back on. I almost said Return. letting me back on, like uh, like oh. that I had, there'd been issues before, but no, no, no. Thank you for having me back on. And this time um, it won't be as contentious. There won't be like chicken chips to talk about. Oh, yeah. Fuck chicken chips. <laughs> Uh, I should. My my wife went to the shop the other day and bought chips for the boys and came back with chicken chips. And I was uh, like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And, Did and you it was listen a, to the episode. It, it was a great way of her just going. Well, I get to eat them all on my own then, don't I? That's that's fine. <laughs> but we're not talking chips. We're talking live bands. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like music is like the one thing that I don't have a like. I'm in so many fucking podcasts and yep. music doesn't come up in any of them, despite the fact it's probably the thing that I listen to and enjoy the most. Yeah. I, I, so I did an episode of do go on, which is going to come out in like a couple of weeks, I think. Ooh. And I thought that Matt, I know Matt really lo- likes music cause he's always mm-hmm. wearing band t-shirts, but I was mentioning bands. And I thought, Oh, surely Matt knows this band. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm like, Oh man, I really, I, I just forget that I'm such a nerd for it that I thought, oh, everyone yeah. knows these obscure bands on this obscure Portland label from 2003. Surely you know yeah. that label. Yeah. Well, this is also going to be interesting because I feel like uh, with our ages, like I think you're about, like you're exactly 10 years older than me. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like that everyone joining in for top five gigs are going to get a list of shows that happened between probably like the year 2000 and like 2015. Uh, no, I've got, <laughs> I've got one on my list, which is only from four years ago. I uh, actually, I've got, uh, actually, no, I've got a couple of, it turns out 2016 was a big year for me. There you go. Um, when I was 25, which you, also adds perfectly into, uh, you and James Acaster the- both have 2016 as <laughs> the best year of music ever. Do you ever listen to his podcast? Uh, so, what's it called? Uh, something sounds, uh, perfect I sounds. To, I haven't listened to the podcast, but I have seen the, either the show? YouTube video or list where he goes through the like 2016 albums that people don't talk about that yeah. he loves. Yeah. So his podcast perfect sounds is just about 2016 was the greatest year for music ever. Mm-hmm. And he just goes every week, just talks, tries to convince a, a guest that they should listen to this album. And it's really good. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of albums on that list that I listened to and was like, Oh yeah. Holy shit. He's yeah. absolutely right about this. Well, he mentioned that cause Beyonce came out the year before, I think, or no, some, some band came out the year before. And so a lot of people mm-hmm. were holding on to their albums going, let's not release the same year as Beyonce because yeah. you just won't get any coverage. So we'll leave. Yeah. And so it was like Kendrick Lamar and like RTJ yeah. and it, it's, it's a really good, really good year yeah. for music. Yeah, yeah. Not the best year. He's crazy, but that's all right. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're talking about live gigs now. I should point out to the listener: I've actually been to two live gigs with you. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been there together. We didn't yeah, actually together. turn up together, we're at but the we're same there. Show. Well, one th- of them I was at because of you. Yes, and now I, this is not on my list, but because I always have a thing in these shows, in these things that I don't put friends on, on the list because mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. 
even though I'm looking at it and go, oh, I don't know. One of them I might, but it's fine. But yep. I, so we went and saw uh, McCluskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Andy Falkers from Future of the Left and McCluskey gave you a free ticket. I already bought mm-hmm. a ticket, but then he gave me a free yep. ticket for the following night. It yeah, I had so, the reverse happen where I had yeah. a ticket to the first, yeah. Yeah. He was a very, very nice man. So nice. <laughs> so nice. And uh, so uh, that was a great band and a great mm-hmm. uh, live gig. Uh, and I remember the first time I saw them, it was also a great, but it didn't make my list. And uh-huh. the other band we went and saw that we were at together was Idols. Yes. Which is uh, probably the last really great gig. Oh, no, McCluskey was after that. But the, those yeah. two were the, the, probably the two great last gigs I went and saw. Both at the corner. Great venue. Yeah. Especially Except, considering the design of the venue is That's fun. what I was going to say. Anyone... There's a dumb pole, a, a weight-bearing pole in the middle of the entire venue. Yeah, so uh, for anyone who isn't from Melbourne or hasn't been to the Corner Hotel, imagine a band room and you've got like the pretty typical setup where like the front half of the venue is like a wooden floor, which is where yeah. in theory like the mosh pit yeah. in quotation marks is. And then like it goes to carpeted and there's a bar at the back of the room. Now imagine there's a giant pillar <laughs> that separates those two areas, bang in the middle of where the stage is. Like it's... yeah. yeah. What I, what I like about the, the Corner bit, is they have like the... Th- they have this, the smaller stage to the side. So when you go into the yeah. venue, on the left-hand side, there's a smaller stage, which mm-hmm. sometimes it's really good because I'll go, all right, we'll set a band up there and then we'll have the main band on the thing. And so there's yeah. not as much time in between bands and it's great. Yeah. And also when the when the support band finishes, they clear that. And if you're short like me, you can get up on that stage and watch yes. the band, which is where I watched McCluskey the first time I saw them. Also at the back of the venue on the right-hand side, there's some steps for a little small just set. And <laughs> my wife and I would go uh, there when we would get there and we'd be like, we'd get there early because I would always want to see the support bands and yep. we'd just make a beeline for those stairs and just go, we'll just stand here and we can watch the entire thing. The toilets are close by, the bar's yep. next to us. This is a great vantage point, even though you're at the, the very back of the room. Yeah, it's a small room. It's, the corner's a weird one because like the capacity's pretty big, but the room's small. Yeah. So you get like international bands touring in there all the time. Yeah. But there's no real bad spot except directly behind the pillar, which is yeah. usually a great spot. Like in a normal venue, that would be a great spot to watch a band. But uh, yeah, giant pillar in the middle of the room. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And the, oh, another really good spot is uh, to the left of the stage because when the gig finishes, the door opens the and you can right just there. leave straight away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. But we're doing live gigs. Do you know, what do you know the last gig you actually went and saw live? Uh, so I go to and see a lot of local bands, especially because like um, a lot of my friends are in like smaller Melbourne bands. Uh, yeah. So the last show I went to was a uh, LGBTQ fundraiser at a gym, which was a gym in, uh, I think it was in, oh, it was in Northcote, a Northcote gym that had opened overnight to have bands play not on a stage uh, all of the weights and stuff like that was still in the gym the only security there was a sign saying don't touch the weights yeah and uh during the band there was just like people doing like chin-ups and stuff like that that was pretty funny that was a couple like that was yeah a couple of weeks ago yeah cool i went and saw a band called romero who were very good oh and romero is sick yeah they're on cool death which is uh oh. i'm friends with yeah some of the people that run that label great because for listeners if you want to hear a band who sound like the stroke supported by a woman Go go go! Listen to Romero. It's great. All right. So my number five. Mm-hmm. Now my number five goes all the way back to two thousand and four. Now this is at a festival. Mm-hmm. I'm not normally a fan. I, I, I like going to festivals, but I always think, oh, the bands. It's not the best place to see them, unless yep. they're like yep. a big party band kind of thing. Like yep. the Go Team was fun of the festival. Polyphonic's yep. pretty fun of the festival. But yeah. Yep. So this was, and this is when it comes down to 
best live gigs. The uh-huh. band would say this is probably their worst ever gig. But uh-huh. for me being there, one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed, which was you and I, Marion Bay Falls Festival 2004. So 2003 going into 2004. Uh-huh. They got through three songs. Tim Rogers then went to punch Andy, the bass player. Fell <laughs> over. Like, this is the thing. He fell over. He was wearing a jacket. <laughs> he was so drunk. He, he went to a windmill, missed the guitar, fell over, got up with no jacket but still wearing his guitar. So he's pretty much threw himself out of his jacket, got up, couldn't sing. So Davey Lane was in the band at that point as well. He was kind of hit singing. So anything that was missed, Tim, like yeah. you couldn't yeah. pick it up. But then something was said between Andy and, and Tim on stage. Tim pushed Andy. Andy pushed him back, went to punch him. He was dragged off stage by security. Uh-huh. I was performing at Force Festival, so I got I sprinted backstage to go, oh, this is you. And I saw <laughs> security tackled Tim Rogers to the ground and Tim yelling, I'll die for rock and roll. Don't you dare say that. I'll die for rock and roll. And as a 40-year-old man now, I'm like, okay, well, this is this is like childish behavior. Like you uh-huh. play to do a gig, do your gig, don't, don't get yeah. so drunk that you can't do it. But as a 22-year-old, 23-year-old, it was like, this is the best rock and roll thing I've ever seen in my life. I yep. love this so yep. much. Yep. And I feel bad for Tim now because I know him a bit and know yep. he was struggling with alcoholism. But at the time, I was like, this is great. But the worst mm. part about it was, so that was, that was like one of the later bands on that night. Yep. It, wasn't, it wasn't like headlining, but they were high up the thing. Yep. And to fill that, fill that space was my biggest nightmare because then John Butler came on and the beautiful girls i think they were called yeah this is when like roots music was at its height yeah. in australia like it was like all the the beautiful girls john butler missy higgins mm-hmm. all those kind of bands were like at the forefront of like what triple j was playing and yeah. not my cup of tea at all not yeah, my cup of tea same. At all. same yeah <laughs> but i uh yeah remember just going oh what am i <sighs> this sucks i don't want to watch this like yeah and so just went back and yeah got drunk <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 